Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Look, if you if you show up to a date with food, I, I'm going to have a proposal immediately following that. That's a, it's a match made in heaven for sure. Uh, so here's the deal, Emily. Maybe we and, should and, get some uh, people sliding into Morales' DMs here. Yeah, Maybe yeah. there's some girls out there I saying see. to themselves, wait a minute here. I'm sure it's wait open. Wait a minute here. You just became an accomplice. You don't. You don't want to do that. That's a. That's, okay. <laughs> that's a bad deal. Don't get in there, Connor. So li- I, if Connor is a listener, like he said he was, he's listening right now. Connor, I need you to listen to what you just or remember what you just heard. What did Emily say? I'm just going to leave it at that. Get just to put two and two together. So Emily, the date's on the books, right? It's it's uh, right. Saturday morning. It's in my Google calendar. I'm ready to okay. go. Yeah, it's on Saturday Saturday afternoon, yes. Is he making the trip up to your neck of the woods, or are you going down to his? You meeting halfway? Like, take me through the details of this whole I'm thing. I'm going to Costa Mesa only because I haven't been to the area. It could be an interesting thing for me to explore. I like to get to new areas of the uh, of L.A. and okay. L.A. It's running area. So I'm going to go down to Costa Mesa. Okay, we're going to so... a little coffee shop. He sent me the address and everything. We're, we're good to go. Okay, so... what? Uh, just so I kind of have an idea from a timing perspective – what time of the day is this going to be at? So this is going to be at like one thirty because he gets off work at one. So okay. it's gonna it's gonna be kind of like early early afternoon, and I, I'm totally okay with that. You know, I get I get a chance to little sleep in. I'm gonna sleep in very often, so it's gonna be nice. So there okay, you okay, this, so go ahead, go ahead, Trev. No, I was just curious. You went on with Mason in Ireland yesterday, and somebody, the other guy, called yes, yesterday, Dave. right? Like he he keeps calling you on the air, and he keeps getting involved, you know, over the radio, but he has yes. not reached out to you directly. No, he's not. He's not gone to my DMs. He has not uh, tweeted at me. I am on the search for who Dave in Thousand Oaks is. Amanda, our boss, even was like, hey, I'm going to do some snooping over at the Rams facility because she has some <laughs> connections over there. All right. Ask around I about who's that. Dave in, Th- in Thousand Oaks. We just want to find you so you can back up your words. You know, if it's just if you just call in every time, it's just talk. You're not actually putting up. Yeah, so. but that's even that right there. There's no hunting around here. The dude either comes into your DMs <laughs> right. and yeah. he, he makes a move and he, you know, talks about, hey, I want to go take you out for a cup of coffee or he doesn't. And if he hasn't at this point, to be honest with you, Trev, this Good is job, making Al. me even more excited about Connor. <laughs> yes, what is this, amateur hour? Dave's sales pitch job, the second Al. time was better. He he had his you know, But he's salary. not giving it to you. He's doing it to Mason in Ireland. No, he's doing it to I, Travis I, and Slee. <laughs> he did do it to me eventually. So I, I, I was on. I, he, we got to talk a little bit on the air. But, you know, still, Dave, I, I only know your voice. I need to I need to make sure you're a real yeah, I person. I already don't you're not a Russian spy or something. I don't like the start of this one. Yeah, this field. I, Connor's Connor's got a better. Okay. He's, he's, he's way ahead in the game. Let me let me throw this out there because this is look. This is the first time we've ever obviously done this on the air. You a little nervous for Saturday or not at all? I don't know. I'm not really nervous at all. I'm I'm a pretty good uh, first date. I feel like I can talk kind of to anybody, so I'm not afraid about meeting new people. And, What's uh, good first good. date? See, I, okay, I mentioned this, Al. You've been in a relationship for a long time. I've been married 24 plus years. Um, 
what is a good because here, here, here's we should here's get out this game. weekend huh you and i Trav, let's get out there huh buddy <laughs> I, I don't even know what to talk about we talk about the kids we talk about how we're never going to get to retire we talk about all of the terrible things that can happen to us between now and the time we get old like these are the topics that married people go through what what is a first date topic right now emily take me through the pro you sit down connor it's a nice, nice to meet you it was really cool that you called on the radio what's the next thing you Connor, know. don't mind, don't mind, Alan and Travis. They're just right here to my right. But please, please continue. Yes, they have, the their, they, they have their newspapers up. They're pretending to be behind them and, and not sync. But I think it's a lot of uh, you know, what did you study in college? What are you doing now? What about it interests you? Where your passions lie? That's kind of where I go. I I love talking about TV and movies, so I often get into you know, what are you watching right now? And then that kind of tells me a lot about a person. So and, how much uh, whether or not I respect the- them. Okay, so how much of the balance is a little bit just like you said, a little get to know each other, right? Just yeah. kind of the the bullet points of Emily and the bullet mm-hmm. points of Connor, and how much of it is I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little bit of 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 the stuff, right? I mean, just a little bit of the real me, because we all have our best versions of ourselves that we present, mm-hmm. and then we have ourselves, right? <laughs> that, that have some stuff. How long <laughs> do you wait till you show some stuff? I feel like it depends on how much alcohol I consume on the day. That's definitely <laughs> the uh, first thing. But this is coffee, so it's going to be uh, pretty much – it's going to be sober talking, so that's good. You can so, Irish uh, up that coffee if you want. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's lots of things you can put in coffee. But Bailey's, I, I tend... <laughs> brandy. <laughs> there's lots of I think first date is more of a surface level, getting to know your interests – I think it comes after that first date where you're talking after out of the date because right now I kind of like to do first dates without having a ton of like texting back and forth because I feel like it gets stale by the time you actually get to the date. So then once you get to the date, you got to then I think you make it very, very personal right out the gate. You just come out the gate just firing, all right? Personal questions. Here's all the traumas in my life. (laughs) Um, How many ex-girlfriends and what are their phone numbers? I do want to reach out to them. I'd I'd love to kind of get their thoughts on your previous relationships. Exactly. references. Yeah, Yeah, why why did you get fired from your last job? Exactly. A list of references. That's awesome. If you want to have kids, too, that's a good one to start off with. Ooh, ooh, really? Are you sure? (laughs) That seems aggressive. That's literally a joke. Oh, okay. Damn, Emily, you're going. You're coming out of the gate hot. Don't don't waste my time. Anyway. Bring a resume. I respect that. Bring a resume. Let's let's get this thing moving. I want to read the resume before. I like it. Um. By the way, I'm going to need a phone call or a lengthy text to both Al and myself on uh, Saturday. So you said you're No, I, I don't think we should get one. I think we should oh, be no, blind, no. come in on Monday, and let's just have the conversation. No. And, and look, Emily We're and I are going to spend Taylor. all day Sunday together, right? We're going to do the Rams all day on Sunday. So I'm going to have multiple, multiple questions. I'll be I'm there, gonna, too. I'm going to mine <laughs> the situation for all of the, the nuggets. It's, it's going to be great. All you, right. don't want yes. it, you don't want it just kind of out of the blue on Monday? No, because I want to make sure that I know exactly the parts that I want to get to on the air. I need to really, <laughs> I need to really curate this thing so we can get to all of the uh, yeah. The best we'll, parts. we'll we'll eventually get to Taylor's dating history. It's fine. We'll get we'll get there eventually. You need to get the young you people. You know what, em- Emily? That's an excellent point. That is, we we really have not gotten into too much of Taylor. That uh, that's going to be chapter two. Oh I, no, I, he's I on like, the phone right well, now. He can't do it. No, right I know. Now, he's, well, anyway. He might be pretending. He might be ducking it right now. <laughs> exactly. ESPN Radio. It's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So Bill Barnwell writes for ESPN.com. Uh, they had something up today talking about the the ten best hires in the NFL over the last five years. You don't even need to click on it. I'm going to spoil it for you. It's 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 a good piece. But Sean McVay is the answer. And, and it's a pretty obvious answer because 
The only thing left for Sean McVay to do, Al, and, and this is crazy. I, we looked it up this morning. Sean McVay turns 36 in four days. Okay, so That's we'll, so we'll, we'll, stupid. <laughs> we'll give him early happy birthday, Coach. Happy 36th birthday in four days. Um, he's won the division three times in five years. He's gone to the playoffs four times in five years. He's won the conference already. He's gone to the Super Bowl already. He's proven that he can do it with uh, one quarterback. He's proven he can do it with another quarterback. He came in on a team. That, look, I, I, it, it's true, so it's okay to say it. The Rams, when they showed up in L.A., were terrible. Mm-hmm. The, not, not only were they a bad team, they were a boring team, right? They, they, the st- Todd Gurley said, we're running an eighth-grade offense. It just it was not compelling. And, it was, and they were 4-12. and 12. The first year they were here with Jeff Fisher, 4-12. and 12. Sean McVay takes that team, and in one season, they win the division. The next season, they go to the Super Bowl. The season after that, they have their, air quotes, bad season. They're 9-7. and seven. Okay, the season after that, that's last year they go to the playoffs. They win a playoff game, the division round. This year, they win the division. They win a playoff game. They're into the division round. Really, five years in his coaching career, the only thing left for him to do is win the Super Bowl. And I'm not saying that's easy. I mean, obviously, that's an incredibly difficult accomplishment. But we're talking about a 36-year-old man who's been a head coach for five years, Mm -hmm. and he's checked just about every box there is to check except for the big one, and he's got a chance to do it this season. And he'll have a chance to do it next season. That's how quickly this stuff can happen if you get the right guy in that spot. Okay, so I'm going to be completely honest on this, all right? There comes a point where Somebody gets a lot of praise, always is getting praise. Man, Sean McVay, look at this guy. He's this, he's that. And it starts getting a little annoying. And I think Sean McVay, Sean McVay for me, has kind of fallen into that category. And then you kind of lay out what he's done and the age that he's at. Bro, how do you not just sit back and compliment this guy at age? You said he's about to turn 36 years old, about to turn 36. (laughs) And what he's already accomplished is better than most coaches that coached in the league for 20 years. Now, some of that is also you got a owner that wants to win. You got a front office that's doing a good job. And then you just got a really, really, really good coach. Put all those things together. Usually you're going to have success. It ain't easy to win in the NFL. Trav, if if the Rams lose this weekend uh, against Tampa, obviously can happen, whatever the case is, um, he could stop coaching tomorrow, and he has a good resume and a good history in the league. You're right that what he's accomplished already so far, and they have on this list, you know, uh, the top five hires. Matt Lafleur is on there. Um, I think Sean McDermott is on there. So yep. you you have a few different guys that are on there. But what he's done over the short span of time, you're right. The only thing missing is a Super Bowl. Do you know how freaking tough it is to win a Super Bowl? Do you know how tough it is to win a championship? Like, Absolutely. Just think about that for a second. When you say, well, the only thing he hasn't accomplished yet it's is winning a thing. Super Bowl. Yeah, that's like that's that's the. You're not supposed to uh, – it shouldn't be said that casually at age 36. Maybe a guy that's been in the league for 20 years, 25 years, and you kind of – that's the only one that he hasn't checked off yet. This is a different story. And here, here's the difference between him and a guy like Matt LaFleur. And I'm not throwing any shade at Matt LaFleur, but I'm, this is the fact. I need to see Matt LaFleur do it with somebody not named Aaron Rodgers. I could coach the Packers and we're going to win 12 games. Because the, 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 the scheme would be, Aaron, what do you think we should do? <laughs> right? When we'll go mm-hmm. out there and win a whole bunch of games. Jared Goff is not Aaron Rodgers. Matt Stafford is not Aaron Rodgers. So his philosophies, his, his culture that he has built is extremely sustainable. 
You know, I like for instance, like Mike Frabel's on the list too in Tennessee. That dude knows what he's doing. Oh, he's because balling. he he comes. And nobody. In there. And by the way, no one's talking about the Titans. No Damn one's right. talking about Number them. One seed, and and mm-hmm. you're right. They're they're under the radar. So now it, it is a remarkable accomplishment. We'll get to the Raider component of that, but this is uh, this is important. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I know how I feel about it. Um, Dave apparently is back. Nah, okay, wait. Uh, <laughs> th- th- this no. Let's do this. Let's do this when we come back. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't want to promise Dave another phone call. I want to discuss it. I want to discuss it when we come back. We're going to leave and it up then make way. a determination of whether we're giving the guy another phone call. What is this guy getting a part-time show on the station? <laughs> we'll find out. It's Emily's call. You better hope she's in a good mood, Dave. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So, uh, Dave is back. And very quickly, just to kind of set this up, Dave was the second person to call Emily yesterday after Connor uh, heard Emily's story about her bad first date. He said, hey, I'd like to I'd like to give you a, a chance to do better than, was it Matt, I think was the the original guy's name. Um, yeah. And then Dave came in and said, no, I, I, he kind of threw a little shade at Connor along the way. And then he called to Mason in Ireland as well and talked about it, but hasn't connected with Emily directly. So, Emily, before we give Dave another chance, I want you to consider uh, that. But before we do it, I kind of – Al, you had a really good idea. I think the listeners should weigh in on this as well, like whether or not Dave has earned the right to do this on the radio again, right? This is what I'm not understanding. I don't understand why Dave's getting another opportunity here. Now, (laughs) this ain't my call. I'm just throwing it out there. You chatted yesterday on this show. You chatted yesterday on Mason in Ireland. You're telling me in the span of I, – I don't know about you, Emily. Are you somebody that likes somebody that goes and gets the job done right away? Because yeah, Connor set it up right away. I feel like Dave is procrastinating here, and, uh, you know, it's just not the best look. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to go at you, Dave, <laughs> but I'm just well, trying to say that you, you had 24 hours to figure <laughs> this out. So I don't know if he should get another call. All right, let's try Torrance first. Dave, sit tight. We're gonna we're gonna see what your fate is here in, in a minute. Let's go to. We're Myra running a democracy here. <laughs> Absolutely. What's up, Myra? You're on Travis Lee. Hey, hi guys. So I am advocating for Emily. I am a woman, so of course I'm gonna be on the woman's side, and I am that friend who will ask a million one questions and tell my friend about the red flag. Um, so I did get a red flag from David, but when you guys okay. asked him about his height. First, he said 5'11", then he said 5'10". 
And that just to me yells insecurity because I feel like oh, somebody oh. knows what they bring to the table. They wouldn't Thinks care if they're five it. two. Myra, I'm six <laughs> four. I'm six four, Myra. <laughs> so, Myra, you're expecting five foot two to come through the door? And we we've gone from five eleven to five two after one phone call. That's what you're picking up on. Yeah, because he had he uh, lied about his height at first. Okay. okay. The, the, All right. So this That's is good, Myra. This is interesting. That's good thinking. So, Emily, what, what do you think about that? If he said, I, now, I don't think that was on our show, was it? Was that the Mason and Island portion where you talked about how tall he was? I think yes, they talked about Mason and Island, but maybe a little bit on our show. But, uh, but I think that is that is a common thing for guys to. Uh, a bit about the height, but does that matter to you? Does it matter how tall? But you're eventually going to see the person. Okay, wait, but wait, wait. Here, here's the funny thing. Like I can, I can fidge. Say I'm six two. You're going to see me. <laughs> I'm not six two. You know I mean? Like I don't know how that was going to work. They still do it, Alan. I, they still do it. I could say I'm one sixty five and I have rock solid abs. Eventually, you're going to see me and be like, what, "What? What is this? What happened? Who is this guy? Did you get in a car accident? <laughs> yeah." <laughs> what, what, what happened to your body? Because uh, those rock-hard abs are definitely not there. So uh, what do you think, Emily? Do we do we take a call from Dave? you ready for this? I would take a call from Dave, but I also, again, height-wise, just has to be taller than me. That's all, all, right, all so, really matters. All right, Dave. So let's, let's bring Dave on here. First of all, Dave, just once and for all, how tall are you? <laughs> hey, how's it going, you guys? Uh, hey, so first off, see why, uh, you know, part-time gig, this is – Strictly a part-time internship. I don't require any pay, man. So, well, you know, no pay there involved whatsoever. Um, get, second of all, we got school credit. We're giving out school credit. Don't worry. You're going to get your units. I'll take it. I'll take it. And then as far as the listener from Torrance, I mean, I do recommend her to, you know, get her hearing checked because there was no lie. So if you guys recall me saying it, I said, when they asked me how tall you are, I said, I'm almost 5'11", but unfortunately I'm 5'10". So I never claimed five eleven. I did admit with the five ten. What's I'm almost five eleven? That's the. See, I think that's what so my five ten and a half. So I'm five. So I'm five ten and a half. If you did a measurement barefoot, you know what I mean. So you kind of go on the lower end instead of the higher end. That's how I do it. At least. Okay, fair know. enough. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna cut to the chase here, Dave. R- really quickly here. It was just sure. cards cards on the table moment. Why do you keep calling the radio station and not reaching out to Emily directly? Excited to explain it to you. So when we spoke on Mason in Ireland uh, yesterday, they gave me an interview. So then after the interview, we spoke, they did a vote. And I was with Mason, Ireland, Greg, Taylor, I believe. And then so they took a vote. And um, they, I unfortunately... Stay there? No, back. Yeah, when it, yeah, when it came to Emily... Um, when it was her vote, she said she had a date lined up with Connor. She felt like she, you know, more in Connor. And so she, I was under the pressure she went with Connor. So I'm not going to be the hey. kind that's going to be like the stalker that still approaches her after a clear <laughs> choice was made. So I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be chasing it. You know, it's like she went with her choice They're right on. They're not getting married, cool. Dave. They're going in to get a cup of coffee. Or playing the field. There's got to be options. Yeah. got to be competitive. Emily, your, your reaction to it. Dave's latest So if latest that's the pitch. case. Then I would be more than glad to DM you. I just wasn't under that impression. I just wasn't under the impression that your vote went with Connor. So I was like, okay, right on. Dave, let me ask no, you a question. Dave, I, I, I got a quick question. Quick question. Do you play basketball at all? Uh, I'm a football player. Uh, I do play basketball recreational, yeah. All right. Every once in a while you play basketball. Um, I'm going to give you yeah. I, I'm gonna give you what Travis Rogers does when he's on a basketball floor. <laughs> you throw him the ball, he's shooting. Shoot okay? it. 
You just got to take that shot. So my recommendation would be this, and whatever you do from here is up to you, uh, 100%. Don't overthink this. Send her a DM. Whatever happens with Connor happens with Connor. You, you, you know, Absolutely. It, uh, eventually after that you'll figure it out. And Emily has uh, – Travi, you tell me this, but I feel like Emily's kind of been like, hey, Dave, what's the deal here? I'm kind of waiting for you to send me something. So that's the way I kind of read this whole thing. I, I, I think you're right, Al. Uh, and, Dave, thank you. Uh, maybe we'll hear from you again. Maybe – I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're, you've, you've had a couple opportunities. Um, so what do you think, Emily? Are you, are you, are you still waiting for the, the, the message? Are you, are you out? <laughs> are you in? Where, where are we on this? I'd be open to a message. It's ne- it needs to, you know, again, I, 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 like, to be, I like to be chased. So it's, it's a good thing to uh, – I will be responsive uh, to a message. Emily, okay, Emily so feels let's try... very go with the flow. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Go with the flow here. It's a good I vibe. Just, I just, it, I just want like, you to not be back. Don't back down. Come on. It's, it's for the bit. We, lo- we love it. We love a bit. Uh, we love the content. By the way, Myra continues the streak of our female callers being extraordinary because her picking up on that is pretty spot on. Yeah. That yeah. there's a little something in there. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't know exactly what it is, but the well, I'm almost five eleven. But if I there, just I'm just saying, Myra may be onto something. Just like say Temecula is next, and Paul. Paul, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's going on? Hey guys, yeah, I just <laughs> a couple of red flags there. Uh, yesterday, I was listening to Mason in Ireland. I think he called in also on that show and. I think the income, when they asked him how much is his income, he had a long pause, and then he calculated down to 140000 So I think there's a lot of uh, uh, not confidence in his uh, answers that he's giving, that he's, uh, you know, that he's doing what he's saying he does. Okay. Damn, Emily, went right your, your thoughts on Dave's W-2. What, what do you make of that? We've <laughs> already also, discussed okay. his height. Now let's talk about his tax return. He also said that he has his own place, no roommate, definite plus. Okay. So I would say I'm not I'm not opposed to uh you know it's I think that for one thing I I think it's a, that's a fair wage. It's great. The only uh, issue that really was my red flag was that he was 35. He was outside of my range. But then Michael Thompson was like, hey, age is but a number. So I think that. It's still a fine thing. I, I'm okay knowing how much he makes, but that's usually not something I ask on the first date because the, the uh, question, I usually make less. <laughs> the, by, by the way, the answer to that question is it's none of your business, right? That, that, that's a good answer to that yeah, question. that's a good I answer. I do well for myself. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Or not, that, that's fine too, but don't, that's none of your business. That's my business. And, you know, that, that's not – I hear look, my credit card has a thirty-eight dollar limit on it. As you know, that we don't have to jump into that right away. We can figure that out as we go through it. That that, also, that one feels to me. Uh, not a big deal. I'm pretty sure I just got an email for another credit card opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing well financially. I'm <laughs> look at this. Kind Is thirty-eight of... percent a good rate? I, I think that's what this one. Is. Uh, I don't know. You want to log into my it. Gmail and take a look at all the emails I've got from Chase. Incredible. Uh, uh, but <laughs> I'm the kind of gal, yeah. though, that I like to split on the first date. Or if he offers, if he pushes, then yes, I, I, I'll i let him yeah, pay. So no I don't, that's the only way I really judge him. If, if he's no too quick to. a cup of coffee. It's four bucks. Yeah, there's no right. one splitting. Hey, <laughs> Here, here's that's, my I, dollar I, 94. I offer. I offer. That's the offer, best well, First of all, let me say, offer is a fantastic gesture and very, very much appreciated. 
which should make the man want to pay even more. It's like, all right, I appreciate it. It's awesome. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I, I respect it. But, look, he asked you out. He can pay for it. I, I, I've, I've got your back on this, Emily. If he's, if he's asking you out, which he did, he should pay for it. That's the way that, the, that life works. ESPN I, Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. All right, we got. I thought uh, you were going to say something. Oh no, no, I, I, you, I you started. You, you started, and I felt like I cut you off. You, you're, you're okay. So, All right, we got. We Factor, got Factor Cap. Cap. That was smooth. Factor Cap coming up next. Good. That was and, good radio. Uh, by Let's the, just by keep the, doing that. By the way, I, lo- I love the red flag calls. There's people that just keep calling. I, I, I almost now feel bad for Dave. Like I almost feel bad for Dave. I don't. Like I, I almost nah, felt like I went too far, too deep into him. Nah, nah. He had his chance. You don't call the radio station three times and not call her. That's, yeah, that's not true. the way that it works. Factor Cap coming up next. The times when you are unavailable. How good are they? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. Oh, my love. Hello. It has been all over the place. It's wonderful. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate all, all the assistance, everybody. It's been great. Um, we got so you back. <laughs> up first i was watching uh the episode the wedding episode of the office yesterday and uh it was kind of funny to me how they were talking about stuff with wedding registry because no one actually because pam and jim just wanted money that's all they wanted so my first statement is you always go by the registry when buying a wedding gift alan this is factor cap uh cap do you know what happens a lot middle eastern culture a lot of cash being thrown out there a lot of cash, a lot of, you know, hey, uh, and, and it's all, you know, it's funny. I think the net zero when all the weddings are done, no one will have lost a dollar because if you gave them X amount of dollars, <laughs> they're giving you X amount of dollars, and the it money is just even. being rotated. That's all it is, just being rotated. <laughs> Left, great. right, you turn this way, you turn that way. Um, so that happens a lot more than registry. Yeah, I, I look, I, I have, I'm conflicted on this. Um I will nine out of ten times go off the registry. I think I've told this story before. Because, look, the registry is the things that they actually want and need, right? If they need a a blender, get them the blender because your idea of getting them the fancy birdhouse or whatever, they don't want a birdhouse. They want a blender. So so get them the blender that they signed up for. That being said, sometimes there aren't things on the registry that you know people are going to like. For instance, I've told this story before. Um I made a joke when, when, when we were going through the preparations for our wedding a million years ago. I made a joke to somebody I worked with about, hey, why, why can't I put like a giant TV on the registry? Why is that not okay? 
Guess what showed up at the house a couple of days later? A giant TV. Wow. It, yeah, it was an unbelievable gift, and it was congratulations on your wedding. Enjoy the giant TV. It was fantastic. So wasn't on the registry, an incredibly uh, generous gift along the way. So I'm okay with going off of the list if you're going to do something kind of cool. But if you just think, oh, you know what they'll really need is this Simpsons-themed fondue set. Don't do that. Just, just get the blender. That, that, actually that, that's might, a that makes me want to do that now more. <laughs> no, I'll determine what you guys need. Okay, yeah, I don't I, need I you guys you telling like. me what you need. Let me make that determination. So, re- real quick, Al, before we move on, at, at the weddings that you were talking about, is there kind of a standard amount? Is it so? Is that or is it depend? Like, is it two hundred fifty bucks or fifty bucks, or is it vary? Is it like uh, our friend in Ventura who makes his nieces and nephews fight for the Christmas present? It varies because it just depends how close you are to the family. So, like, ah. if it's a much closer relative, um, you know, you're eating beans and rice for uh, a few weeks, good month, <laughs> solid. So, if it's not that close of a family member, it's, uh, you know, the it's going to come down of what you're giving to them. Emily. All right. Up next, uh, I always like this. Uh, when I get on a flight and I don't have to get on my phone all the time, I am just, you know, focusing on my movies or my or my books. So you enjoy being unavailable when on a flight. Travis, this is Factor Cap. Fact. I love it. I love being unavailable, period. I, I don't do it barely enough. I'm as guilty as anybody, maybe more so, of, of carrying that stupid phone around and staring at it all day long. But to your point, whether it's a flight, whether you are in a place with terrible cell service, the few of those places that exist – it's incredibly liberating. I like. It's fun. Just sometimes, like you said the other day, out you'll run up to get up a coffee and you forgot your phone, and you come back and there's a bunch of messages on it. To just not respond to them and say, "Ah, oh, didn't forgot my phone. I've been gone for a." It's wonderfully liberating. I wish I could do it more often. I maybe I'll just start flying around the world, never land, just so I don't have to return any text messages. All right. So it's cap for me, but it's cap because I don't know what else to do. I'm bored as hell. Like I get the the one thing. It's one thing if I leave my phone behind, but I'm doing something else. I think it's that okay. Well, what's going to be stimulating me just sitting there? I I break the rules. You know how I break the rules? Mm. If you go on YouTube, you could download everything prior. So I'm sitting here the day before I go on the flight. I just downloaded forty videos, sixteen <laughs> podcasts different type of music genres that I want to listen to. Like I download it all. And then when I'm at the airport, now I'm on their Wi-Fi and I'm downloading just a couple more things just in case. So by the time I get off the flight, I think I consumed more stuff on my phone or my iPad than I would if I wasn't even on a plane. Yeah. I, I, give me the old book, the little paperback action. Let me sleep. Leave me. Oh, I have a book with me. It just doesn't <laughs> don't open it. Just in case the battery yeah, dies. Just, yeah, something happens, you know. Absolutely. Just prepare for all entertainment forms. That's what I do. Well, well I, here, here, here's yeah. the reality. If it's a good book, great. That's the thing. That's like the key. Is it, it? Obviously, that's great entertainment as well. It just has to be a good book. That's it. For sure. I also downloaded a bunch of stuff off of Netflix usually, so that's what my go-to. So currently, I'm in this phase where I'm eating a ton of chick, chips and guac. Like I'm just obsessed with chips and guac right now. Not a bad so, area to be in. Yep. Exactly. So you go through phases where you're obsessed over a food or a specific drink. Alan, is this factor cap? Oh, no question about it. I went through a phase this like last month. Oh my God, I should have ramen again. What? You just had ramen. You just went to a ramen joint <laughs> 30 minutes ago. Um, I, I think we all kind of run into this and it could be a specific type of food. It could be a specific place, location. It could be a specific dish. 
No question about it. I go through those phases. And then you'll reach a point where you're like, all right, I don't need that for a couple of months. I run into those all the time. My latest one was ramen. Uh, there's a place not too far from uh, from where I live. Just a fantastic spot. You can go sit there. You sit at the bar, sit whatever, and just get a good bowl of ramen. I'm kind of getting a little over the phase, but definitely happens. I, I do it with the cocktails, not not so much the food, right? The the food, Nobody I like to... You. I like to mix it up a little bit. Like, I don't get me wrong. I can eat tacos every single day and be entirely pleased with it. But if I do tacos one day, we can go do a little sushi another day. We can do. I can cook at home one night. Like, I can. I can balance those things out. But, and this is Keyshawn's fault, by the way. So Key, when we were doing the morning show together, and we would hang out a little bit. Key, Key's a tequila guy, right? So Key turned me on to some certain types of tequila that I all of a sudden could not get enough of, right? That I would try every single type of tequila cocktail there was to try this, and you could just go straight up with a little lime, a little rocks, and all these things that if I get introduced to something that I wasn't a regular on and I really do like it, for instance, the tequila that Key was pouring, that's going to be my thing for a, a while until I don't have any more left or I don't know where to find it exactly. But, yeah, I will ride the drink horse for a very – I had never had an old-fashioned in my life until I finally tried one, and then I had 68 of them in a row, 68 nights when you'd go out to go dinner. So, yeah, I, I am a, I'm incredibly guilty of cocktail uh, solidarity. I get that with whiskey sours as well. So uh, those are good I, too. Yeah, I, I I went on a whole binge route. Well, I would like go to each bar and just try to compare their whiskey sours and see which one is the best. Okay, next sounds like uh, a good plan to me. Kentucky Mule, by the way, <laughs> you get caught up in one of those too. Kentucky Mules are great. Oh yeah, um, you always have the subtitles on when you watch TV. Travis is a factor cap. Oh, cap, I hate that so much my kids do it i what wh- why why is that a thing if your ears work why do i need the subtitles on i get if you're like in a noisy place and you're trying to see like you're at a bar and they have them on i kind of get that because you can't hear the tv but if i'm sitting in my living room and i'm watching an episode of breaking bad or Mad Men or, or whatever it might be i can hear don draper fine i can hear jesse i don't need to see the script scrolling along the bottom of the screen take me through that al why do people do that it drives me bananas if it's not a foreign movie i don't understand why it's on here's a bigger issue how come i always forget how to turn it off why does that always happen <laughs> why am i well, that's why am I always what, yeah I'm, I'm searching on there as if like this is a real project like i got something i really got to fair by the way has this ever happened to you and this is subtitles is just one of them I feel like that always happens where you give less attention to something. It's just a it's um you're it's reading. annoying. And you're not watching the show, you're reading the show. Can't even turn them off. Um <laughs> no, I don't I don't there's no need for it. I, I don't have Emily, are you Call one me. to have are you one to have subtitles on? I sometimes will and then I'll turn them off occasionally. So sometimes for me it's like I might not be able to hear like when I'm watching a reality TV show or something else where it's like casual people talking, like not actors. Sometimes they have subtitles on so they can understand what they're saying. Uh, and then sometimes I'll leave it on just because sometimes it's nice. I don't know. But for what? Like if you can hear it, I, I'm curious. Don't you end up reading as it's going by? Like I, I stopped I looking it, at the pictures and I'm reading the text. I think it reengages me. I think I actually understand more about what they're saying uh, than just my, if you have two senses going, I feel like I hear, I understand the words more. That's Here's why I what do it. 
Here's what I'll do for you, Al. The next time you're having trouble to turn off the uh, closed captioning, yep. uh, just call me. I'll put you on the phone with my 16-year-old. He'll, he'll walk you through okay. it because it's, it's exactly what happens here. Michael, get in here. Turn the, mm-hmm. Stop turning this on. Turn it off and show me how to do it for the 84th time in a row I, I have uh, no idea how that works. I call AAA every time. Every time. <laughs> whatever, whatever you need, AAA. Anything you, you need, AAA will do it. Sup, Al? What do you, what do you need? Well, you, 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 good to hear from you. Yeah, okay. We got you. Al, how you been? Everything good? <laughs> That's how I know the AAA people. They, you they... run out of gas again? We, we, we got you covered. All right. Uh, speaking of, 13 years ago, speaking of great TV shows, Emily's favorite debuted, and it's on the very short list of greatest show ever. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And you still haven't been back, right? You're still uh, you're still banned from SoFi Stadium after your one and done uh, appearance against the Titans. Yes, I went bankrupt in the parking lot. <laughs> I it's so funny you say that. When I was pulling in to do uh, the the wild card game on Monday night, yep. I saw a sign for a place to park that was one twenty. And, and I, I couldn't get to my phone fast enough as I was driving by. I was trying to get the, the picture as I was going. Don't, don't try that at home, kids. But I'm like, holy smoke, 120. You got, you got off easy. You only got tagged for 80. You, you should have been funny? thanking people breaching into your wallet. She actually said that to me. I remember I was like, she's like, it's $80. Because there was no sign where I was you know pulling in right. from. She's like, it's $80. I'm like, $80? She's like, trust me, there's some lots that are 120. I'm like, yes. all right, run the card. Let's she wasn't it. lying. No, she, she wasn't was hundred percent right about that. Uh, all right, don't forget you can reach out to me and Slee whenever you'd like on Twitter at Alan Sliwa at Travis Rogers. Um, this one just came in from Kevin Mayfield. So Kevin writes, uh, "This David dude reminds me of the Chargers. He can, <laughs> he can put points on the board, but he keeps going for it on fourth down and getting stopped." Listeners calling in, giving red flags isn't helping. I think it's time for Emily to move on. He keeps hanging himself. That that's a pretty good analysis right there, Kevin, because the guy's moving the ball like he he's 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 putting something out there that I can tell that Emily's at least reasonably interested in. And then he keeps kind of dropping these little breadcrumbs like, eh, hold on away. He he is the charger. Isn't it the opposite of the, the Chargers? Isn't it the opposite of the Chargers? Brandon Staley's going for it. Brandon Staley's <laughs> shooting his shots. He's The guy's going for it on fourth down, fourth and nine. It doesn't matter what it is. I feel like he's doing the opposite. I feel like he's not going for it on fourth down. It's like, dude, you're punting again? <laughs> well, I don't even know if he's punting. He's, he's, I don't know what he's doing. I, I've never seen somebody who clearly is interested that keeps calling a third party to express his interest when That's the our second fault. Par- That's all no, for, for taking how? the third call. No, because it's great radio. I, I like it a lot. But he calls us and says, hey, look, I heard Connor. I'd just like to throw my hat in the ring. Great. Perfect. Then he doubles back to Mason in Ireland later in the day, which is like, well, what are you doing? Just reach out to Emily. She's on Twitter. Emily, it's your, just your name, right? At Emily Hebel. Yeah, just my name. Yeah. Okay, so at Emily Hebel. So you can just reach out to Emily and, and do it directly. And so he does the Mason and Ireland thing. And then all of a sudden today we bring up that he called Mason. He calls us again. 
Like, what, what's going on? This, this, this doesn't make any sense. Call her. She's she said she will take the call. She she's willing to listen. Her DMs are open, as they say. So stop calling us. Stop going for it on fourth down, and just reach out and throw a screen pass. You know you don't have to throw the ball down the field. Just let's just let's just get a first down here and keep it moving. That's all. That's all we're asking for. That's all we're talking about. Nothing more than that. Um, okay, so we we got this uh, anniversary, thirteen year anniversary, Emily. Oh, yes. The greatest show ever. Taylor, play it again because we missed it in the open because it's amazing. I love Breaking Bad. It is my favorite show ever. Do you got it? There it goes. 13 years ago, 13 years ago today. Debut. On AMC. Okay. How long? I I forget right out the gate. How many seasons did they go? Five. Uh, Five. So I have have a couple fun facts for you guys. And one of them has to do with how many episodes they made. Mm -hmm. So. They made 62 episodes, and that's number 62 is important because the 62nd element on the periodic table is samarium, which is used to treat cancer, i.e. lung cancer. So he wanted it to go 62 episodes so it could match up with that 62nd wow. element. Yes, Isn't that so cool? That's like, very cool. Yeah, and then also, do you guys know that uh, it, the original show location was supposed to be Riverside, California? It, but then it moved to Albuquerque because Arizona, uh, to New Mexico offered the tax breaks. So what would it look like if it was in Riverside instead of Albuquerque? Uh, I've been to Albuquerque. I've been to Riverside. I've been to both these places. Not that different. They're not super different. No, I don't. Th- I don't. <laughs> I don't think the show changes a whole heck of a lot. I think okay. It, yeah. They, by the way, Riverside, you know, would, would have been a perfect setting for that, right? Albuquerque was a really good setting for that. I, yeah, that, that you couldn't put that, I don't know, in Boston or something like that. You could put it in Seattle. Not that there aren't meth dealers and manufacturers in those places, but it feels more deserty. It feels more 909-y, uh, Riverside-y. It just, that just feels like the, the – All fit. right, so I got a quick uh, little fun fact for you, Emily. Went to Albuquerque, I don't know what it was, uh, five years ago, something along those lines. Uh, 100% stopped by the house. Oh, did you really? Uh, and those yep. co-owners hate that. <laughs> they do hate it. I read into that as well. I think they, if I remember correctly, I think they kind of like gated the whole thing up. You want to know why? Because people were throwing pizzas on, on top the of roof. the roof. <laughs> okay. And then also stopped by the uh, that car wash. The car wash, you know, the business that they had or whatever the case is. Pretty cool. You know, it's, that's Albuquerque. And, w- and when that was going on, you know, we forget. Like we go through these phases when Breaking Bad was happening, bro, every single person, every single day was talking about uh, Breaking Bad. And it wasn't even uh, Breaking Bad. Better Call Saul was great, too. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. And that, that one's still going. You know, once uh, Bob Odenkirk had, I think he had a heart attack, and so they had to stop production for a little while. So once he's healthy again and ready to go, uh, hopefully they, they relaunch. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, I did the Travis thing with Breaking Bad. Be, like you, you're right, Al. What you were saying, everybody said, "Oh, Breaking Bad and Walter White and and Brian Cranston's amazing." You didn't want to watch it, and it was such a hard sell. I'm like, nah, I'm good. And then a- after, That's unbelievable. I, after, I, I just don't. I don't get it. <laughs> a couple of years later, once people had stopped yelling at me about it, I watched it. Terrific, Abs- absolutely terrific. So I, I was late to the game, but it, it look. 
it's think about that. Think about how hard it is to a create those characters, and then b to find the perfect actors to play them, and those actors deliver perfect perform. And and it's not just Brian Cranston who was great. It's not just um, Jesse Pinkman, the character who was great. It's all of the ancillary characters. It's it's Mike Ermintrout. It's Gus Fring. It's mm-hmm. uh, it, the the, uh, the what, Olivia Rodart Quayle or whatever her name was. The and the you guys, I'm sure hate Skyler too. So well, it doesn't I, everybody. I, <laughs> You have to understand her specifically. It's okay. Kind of floor is yours. Explain Skylar to me. Why? Why should I not hate her? I think that there's. I think it's more that she's painted to be hated rather than she didn't get her right. own uh, uh, storylines that could make her. She better. was solid. But, I thought she was solid. Yeah, solid she, she's how? so smart. She's so smart. She's so ambitious. I don't know. I, I one, think that one of the most. She's put in one, a bad situation. One of the most powerful scenes in Breaking Bad. Is when um, is when uh, uh, Walter walks into the house and he's taking the baby. She was yep. unbelievable in that scene. I think I, I think I just remember that scene specific of like how good she was. I I thought all the characters. I mean, Hank is fantastic. How good was um, who was that? Dude? Oh, Mike obviously is fantastic. You just kind of go down the list. Uh, Tuco <laughs> was one. Okay, of them. it's right? funny. We were having this conversation the other day. Like Tuco, as far as bad guys go, yeah, too much. It was. It was. It was just a little bit. At, like Gus Fring is far more terrifying than Tuco because Tuco's a crazy person, right? Tuco mm-hmm. is is a drug addict. He's he's over the top. He's using as much as he's selling, and he's out of his mind. Whereas Gus Fring is very deliberate. Very smart, very calculating, very methodical in his evil. The, that that was a much better. That's two, an two always. That's top. always a much scary, much scarier evil. Never look at a box uh, yeah. cutter the same way again. A back what? A box, a box cutter. cutter. <laughs> oh no, that's yeah, that's that's bad. And always check the wheelchair for explosives. That's a that's it's a good it's a good trick to remember as well. All right, so we're still getting phone calls on uh, Emily's dating life. We're going to have to slide a couple of more of those in there as well. But Russ got benched last night, Slee, and, and I think the Lakers today are different than the Lakers yesterday because of that. I'll explain. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.